In this episode, we talk about meditation and how it can actually change the physical characteristics of your brain. So sit back and go to your happy place because you are now listening to Tiny Leaps, Big Changes. Welcome to another episode of Tiny Leaps, Big Changes, where I share simple research-backed strategies you can use to get more out of your life. My name is Greg Clunas, and about two years ago, my girlfriend and I went to northern Manhattan to visit the Cloisters. Now, for those of you who have never been to the Cloisters, it's a part of the Metropolitan Museum, and it was designed and built with elements from different abbeys and monasteries throughout Europe. As I was walking up the stairs to enter the museum, I honestly felt a little bit overwhelmed. It has a massive presence and the place is completely secluded. The corridors and the gardens, they feel just like you'd assume a monastery should feel. They're big, they're open, and they're overflowing with plants and centered by numerous fountains. Now, two years later, as I sit down to write this episode, all about meditation, I can't help but think back to it. How amazing it must have been to meditate in a place just like that. It's high above the city, completely secluded, and it boasts beautiful nature all around you. As I mentioned in episode three, meditation isn't something I actively practice right now. But after doing the research for this episode, I'm honestly convinced that every single one of us should be. In fact, I would say that if every single person on earth were required to meditate just 10 to 15 minutes every day, the world would be a much better place. But you know that I don't make big claims like that with nothing to back it up. So let's dive straight into the research. Here's something interesting. Meditation actually changes the physiology of your brain. I know, that's crazy, right? We've all heard that meditation can help us to focus more or be more mindful, whatever that means. But it turns out that sitting down in silence for as little as 10 minutes per day can actually have a very interesting effect on the gray matter in our brain. I'm going to pause here for a second and define what gray matter is. Our brains are made up of two different types of material, gray matter and white matter. Gray matter is the part of the brain that contains most of the brain's neuronal cell bodies. The gray matter includes regions involved in muscle control and sensory perception, such as seeing and hearing, memory, emotions, speech, decision-making, and self-control. White matter, on the other hand, is composed primarily of bundles of myelinated nerve cell projections. You can think of these as pathways between different parts of the brain that contain nerve cell bodies. White matter is primarily responsible for handling the communication between the various parts of our brain that are made up of gray matter. So why am I telling you this? Well, according to a neuroscientist at Massachusetts General Hospital and Harvard Medical School by the name of Sarah Lazar, after studying the differences between the brains of seasoned meditation practitioners versus the brains of complete newbies, the seasoned practitioner was found to have far more gray matter across the brain's structure. 
Sarah was one of the first researchers to put meditation claims to the test, and according to her, she was very, very surprised by the results. When asked how she did the research in an interview for the Washington Post, she replied, The first study looked at long-term meditators versus a control group. We found long-term meditators have an increased amount of gray matter in the insula and sensory regions, the auditory and sensory cortex. We also found they had more gray matter in the frontal cortex, which is associated with work in memory and executive decision making. There's a link to this full interview that can be found in the resources for this episode. But what does that mean? Well, it seems to say that consistent meditation over time can in fact lead to improved senses, increased memory, and even an improved sense of empathy. It also seems to be beneficial when tackling tough decisions. However, meditation also seems to have a very measurable effect on our ability to deal with the ups and downs of our daily lives. In a 2013 article written by Rebecca Gladden, MD, in Psychology Today, Gladden also explores the difference between the brain on meditation and the brain without meditation. In the article, she talks about the psychological effects that meditation can have by making it easier for us to remove ourselves from the things that happen around us. Now, before I quote the article, we have to introduce another fun brain fact. It's an area called the medial prefrontal cortex, otherwise known as the me center. The me center is in charge of processing information related to ourselves. Most activities that involve us are being handled in this portion of the brain. In the article, Rebecca says, if you were to look at the brain before starting a meditation practice, you would likely see strong neural connections within the me center, as well as between the me center and the bodily sensation slash fear centers of the brain. This means that whenever you feel anxious, scared, or have a sensation in your body, you are far more likely to assume that there is a problem related to you or your safety. She then goes on to discuss the brain after a meditation practice has been in place for some time. And I quote, in contrast, if you meditate on a regular basis, several positive things happen. First, the strong, tightly held connection between the me center and the bodily sensation slash fear centers begins to break down. As this connection withers, you will no longer assume that a bodily sensation or momentary feeling of fear means something is wrong with you or that you are the problem. You can find a link to this full article in the resources section. So let's bring this all together. The research seems to show that not only is meditation useful for improving our focus and productivity, as was discussed back in episode three, but it actually has a very measurable effect on the physiology of our brains. By building a meditative practice, we are increasing the total amount of gray matter within key areas, such as the control centers for our senses, emotions, and decision-making ability. A meditative practice also serves to break down the connection between the medial prefrontal cortex or the me center and the sensation slash fear centers within the brain. This also allows us to more effectively separate ourselves from the things that happen within our lives. Now, if you aren't convinced by now that meditation is a beneficial practice to build into our daily lives, I urge you to do some additional research on your own. There is a ton of information out there that didn't quite make the cut for this podcast, but is extremely valuable nonetheless. However, for those of you who are ready to dive right in, here's the step-by-step strategy to start building this practice.
If you listen to episode three, this will be familiar to you as it's the same strategy I recommended there. Step one, download the app Calm to your smartphone. That's C-A-L-M. Step two, start using it for just five minutes every day. If five minutes is too hard, start at three minutes and work your way up from there. Step three, keep moving up in time with the goal of reaching a 10-minute meditation consistently. Step four, download the app Headspace. That's H-E-A-D-S-P-A-C-E. Step five, go through the 10 days of 10 minutes per day with Headspace and follow the instructions. Headspace and Calm are both guided meditations that focus on mindfulness. Eventually, you'll want to move away from using them in order to have your own practice that makes sense for you. But in the beginning, there are helpful ways to learn the basics of meditation and start building from there. That's it for episode four. I hope you found this at least a tiny bit educational. If you like the show so far, it would be amazing if you hit the subscribe button and left a rating and review. Your kind words do wonders for getting the show out there for others to find, so you'll be helping the show and helping others at the same time. Until the next episode, I've been Greg Clunas, and remember, all big changes come from the tiny leaps you take every day. 